The following shiur has been presented by Rabbi Yehoshua Sova, Rav of Kehillat Shara Ezra, Miami Beach, Florida. For more shiurim or information, please visit vshc.org or call 1-844-200-TSHC. That's 1-844-200-8742. Bezat Hashem, we will be discussing this week's parasha, Parashat B'Shalach, that of Shirat Hayam. Kali Yisrael is being pursued by the Mitzrim, and at the last moment, HaKadosh Baruch Hu performs an open miracle that everyone is able to see the unbelievable Hashkacha Pratit that Hashem provides for us and will save us even when it looks like our doom is imminent and Chas Shalom bad things are about to take place, HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes care of us. I'd like to share with you a number of very fascinating questions that upon reflection would be something that would be actually very relevant in terms of everything that we do every single day. It may seem like it's not, but you'll see as the Shiur progresses how it actually is. We know that if a person were to go to, let's say, the, the, the Yamsuf, around the area where it is, we don't know exactly where it is, but a person would make a special bracha there, of Hashem, you provided a miracle for Avotenu, that they were theirs, our forefathers were at this place, and this miracle was provided for them. We know that's in contrast to if a person were to see the Yama Gadol, where the Gemara in Brachot tells us, if a person were to see the Yama Gadol, the great sea, they will make a bracha, Yama Gadol, She'asa et Yama Gadol. Hashem, that you made the Yama Gadol. You made the great sea. Now, the question is, why is that of the Yamsuf being any different than that of the Yama Gadol? And the answer we're going to give in a moment, but the question really is, is why is it that the Yamagadol should be any different than the Yamsuf? Yamsuf is also a Yamagadol, a great thing to transpired over there. And Agadosh Baruch Hu saved us. So this should be a place where we should say, this bracha she'asa et Yamagadol, this is a great place where something unbelievable took place for us. So that should be a place where should we say, why is it specifically, when it comes to Yamagadol, we make this bracha, and we don't say that when we are at the Yamsuf? The second question is: the Midrash tells us on the pasuk in Tehilim that we say in Halel, Hayam Vayanos, that the sea saw Vayanos. The sea saw something. What did it see? It says the Midrash, it saw Aron HaShel Yosef. It saw the coffin of Yosef HaTzadik. Vayanos, and he ran away. The question is, it was not just Yosef that, whose, whose coffin was being carried to Eretz Yisrael to be buried. It was all the Shvatim. They also made the same stipulation that before they passed on, they also wanted to be buried in Eretz Yisrael. To be Zochet HaKvurat Yisrael. So why was it, specifically that the Midrash points out, Aron HaShel Yosef is what the Yamsuf ran away from. It should have been all of them, all the Shvatim, it should be the Zchut of all of them. Why specifically Yosef? The third question is, the Pasuk tells us in Shirat Ayam, Zeh keliv anveo, this is my God and I will glorify Him. So the Midrash tells us on the word va'anvehu, what does that mean va'anvehu? Shemitna lefana b'mitzvot, that if you have an opportunity, you should make HaKadosh Baruch Hu look good, and beautify the mitzvot that He gives us. 
and says that you should spend more. Lulavna, talitna, you should have a beautiful lulav, a beautiful talit, or tzitzit. The point is, you should make something look beautiful and spend a little more towards your expenditures, towards that. So that way, you honor HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Why was it specifically, when it comes to Shirat Hayam, we have to tell you this idea, sort of like what we would say, Hedor Mitzvah, this idea of, let's say, adding on a mitzvah, that's something that we never would have thought. We think, I just did the mitzvah, so I get a check in my box over there, and I did what was asked of me. I fulfilled what HaKadosh Baruch Hu asked me. Why is it specifically when it came to Shirat Hayam, we say, Zek Elivan Veo, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, that we praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How do we do that? We do it specifically there. And what makes this even more perplexing is, on that Midrash is, Pasuk, it says, With the finger, That is, a lowly maidservant, she saw more, there's two different Gersa'ot, two different versions, Yecheskel ben Bozi, or Yoter Menevim. A Shivcha saw more than Yecheskel Navi who saw an open manifestation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, where he was able to describe all the Melachim and Serafim. He was able to describe unbelievable things of the Merkava. And a Shivcha Alayam saw more than that. Or more than the Nevi'im. What does this have to do with Mitna, the fun of the Mitzvot, to make Mitzvot look beautiful? It sounds like there's some type of connection using the same Pasuk, using the same words. What could that be? Fourth question is, we say, in Arvit, we say, Shira Chadasha Shivchu Geulim. We say that we saw the Geulim, the people who now came out from Galut and now were redeemed. The redeemed ones said, they praised and sang Shira Chadasha. They sang a new song. You could ask, every song is a new song. What does that mean? What is this? New song, old song. What does it make a difference to me? What type of song it is? We were singing our song in exaltation to say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, thank you for taking us out of Mitzrayim. Thank you for letting us see the Mitzrayim dead. Thank you for exacting revenge on those that tormented us. That's what we're singing, a shira? Shira Hadasha, a new song. What's the new song? What does the new... What? How is it new? What's it new? What does that even mean? And why do we even say that in Arvit? Why is that something that's something that we have to mention when we say Arvit? The fifth question is, we mentioned that there is a differentiation between that of the Yamsuf and the Yamagadol. Well, what is the Yamagadol? The Yamagadol is the big sea, like, what, how do you quantify big? What does big mean? There are many ways you could quantify big. What does big mean? And the final question is, we know the Midrash tells us that the Tchelet is Dome le Yam. Tchelet looks like the Yam. Yam Dome le Kis the Yam looks like the Rekia, the Rekia Dome le Kisea Kavod. And the Rekia looks like the Kisea Kavod. What does that mean? Tchelet has to look like Yam. Looks blue, or a deep blue in the glow. So it looks like a deep color. So what does that mean? What is that trying to tell me? Besides for obviously the color, but there obviously might be something more profound that upon further examination, examination and research, we'll see that it actually is something more profound. So the first question was, why was it a Yamsuf, we make the bracha, and that of the Yam Gadol, that we only say, the Yam Gadol, or some people even say, you say, the bracha, why is that? So we believe the answer is based on what people feel. And we'll prove it to you. The first bracha in Shemona Esrei, the first one is the bracha of Avot. We talk about the schut Avot, the schut of our forefathers, that they were there for us, and they implanted in us a DNA 
that we ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if not for our Zichot, at least for Zichot Avot. Many Mepharshim say, how could you do that? How could you have the chutzpah, the arrogance to say HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I may have led a very sinful life or may have done some things wrong. But in this chut of my avod, you should answer me. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will look at you and say, what? This chut of your avod? Look who your avot were. And look at you and you're invoking that of your forefathers as if that's going to somehow save you. How could that be? The answer is, you're right. It could be an incrimination against someone if they don't say, look where I come from and I should adopt some of what I have embedded in my DNA and I should look towards that as being an inspiration to me. If I look at it as separate as me, you're right. It would be, uh, it would condemn us, chas v'shalom. But if we say, we may have fallen, we have done something wrong. Ba'chadosh Baruch Hu, look at us. We're b'nei Avraham, Yitzhak v'yakov. We may have done sins, but look at us. We're still the children of avot akdoshom, imot akdoshot. We're, we're still connected to them in some way. We want to be connected to them. We may have fallen, but we want to get up. So that's why Shemana Esrei starts up specifically with Avot to say we still want that connection with our Avot, with our Imahot. We want that connection to say we are so bound to you that we invoke that on the first Bracha when we talk to Borei Olam. We want to say that this is our connection with you, Borei Olam. Remember who we are. We're the grandchildren of Aram Yitzhak Yaakov, We're all connected to them in some way. And therefore, because of that, listen to us in this Chot of the Avot. With this we can understand. Why the Yamsuf is so powerful that we make a bracha and we say, We say, You gave us an opportunity that this is, like I myself is standing here. Because look, you did something to my forefathers here. And you looked out for them. That means you're looking out for me. That's something more personal. As opposed to being somewhat detached. When you just say, You make unbelievable creations. And I'm just being makir. I'm just reflecting on that. It's no worse than a person going to the, let's say, the Mount Everest, the Swiss Alps, the, the mountain range of Ararat, the Rocky Mountains, or a person were to see great rivers, the Volga River, the Dunyapur, the Rhinus River, all these wonderful rivers that the Chuvak Vanagod writes, that a person were to see them, you become by, uh, overstruck with awe. And the Aruch HaShulchan writes clearly that specifically rivers or mountain ranges that are well known throughout the entire world as being somewhat of magnificence. You see that, of course you make the bracha, this is beautiful, but that's that Ramban says, when we say that, one of the most powerful statements, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is introducing himself to the world, I am Hashem your God, not that created heaven and earth, not that I made Masevereshit, no, I took you out of Egypt. You, I'm talking directly to you. All of that is a backdrop for creation just for you, it's just I'm creating everything just for you. As Rav Dasso says, the background is much greater than the stars of the show. And that's Umoto Olam and the whole world. It's a great, beautiful background for the stars of the show, for us to come on stage. Same thing also over here. The Yamsuf has a specifically custom tailor bracha, to say that it's custom tailor and it's connected to us. That's more of a powerful bracha than that of Shasa Yamagado. And with this, we could possibly understand, Aron Yosef, the reason why it was so powerful, 
because Klal Yisrael were stuck in Mem Tet in the lowest of the law, and we know the Midrash that says, had Klal Yisrael stayed there for even one more second, we would have Chas gotten the Nun level of Tumah and the 50th level of Tumah, which would have been impossible for us to ever return. And Yosef HaTzadik excelled. He was the viceroy, the longest ruling monarch in Jewish history ever, from the span of when he was 30 years old till 110 at his passing. 80 years is the longest time that ever a king ever ruled for, as a Jew. Whether it was in a foreign land or it was in Eretz Yisrael, it made no difference. Yosef HaTzadik, he was HaTzadik. They added the Othe to his name, Yehosef. Edit, edut yosef samo. We add the Othe because his Shem Avayo is there. So a person like that, when he comes, his coffin comes in front of the Yamsuf, which is Ta'ava, like the Maral explains. Yam or Mayim represents that of the lowest base element. If it's not changed or not formed. And it represents this idea. Yosef HaTzadik was Ole Azeh. He made, he was better than that. And because he was Ole Azeh, he was better than that. Hayam Vayanos. It ran away. It went away from the laws of nature. Because Yosef HaTzadik, he also went away from the laws of nature. And through him, Kaiser understood that through his Zechut of not only being the Viceroy and being a Yosef, he was Yosef HaTzadik. We could also be a Tzadik as well. And that's why we specifically mention Yosef HaTzadik. And we have to say to ourselves the same thing too. We all have a Yosef HaTzadik in us as well. We have to channel that and say, I'm going to fight my Tava, fight all the background noise, whatever it is that's going around me. I'm going to push back against that and say, I will too be like a Yosef HaTzadik. And we could say the next part, What does that mean? Shikha is the lowest of the low. She was somebody that was Gashmi. She was completely physicality. And yet she saw something so greatly spiritual. How is that? How is that? So it says in Midrash, I'll tell you the trick. Trick is, You have mitzvot, make it beautiful. Take a lulav na'ah. There's so many lulavim you could take from. But take a beautiful one. Make it look beautiful. Make it, make yourself feel good. Ah, this is a mitzvah I'm giving to you. There's something I'm connecting with you. It feels more powerful. It's palpable. I can, it's tangible. I can touch it. I can feel it. It's something that gives me hana'a, gives me some benefit. Tzitzitna, something that's a, a beautiful tzitzit. Something that I feel confident with and I feel comfortable with. And I say proudly, this is my, my affirmation to you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that I'm showing I'm connected to you in some way. That's the same idea as well. How is that? That we too, if we take Gashmi and we translate it into something much more powerful, Beruchani, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, you got what the point of Kriyat Yam Suf is. You got what it's all about. And with this we can understand, Shirat Hayam, we say, Shira Chadasha Shibchu Geudim. We say, what's the Shira Chadasha? What's the new song? Says the Yonah Tfilah. It's brought down from the Yonah Pasha, it brings from the Yonah Tfilah. He says, because this was a new Shira, a new song. What was, the, what was new about it? What was new is that we now recognize Borei Alam, and everyone came together and said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Amin Mishabeach Yu. How is that? Either it's through the Yamsuf, or it's through seeing Borei Olam. And this fits in beautifully with the Rambam writes. The Rambam writes that if a person wants to see Borei Olam, how do you do it? The Rambam writes one of two ways. Either one from the Torah HaKdusha, or from Teva. You look around and you see a beautiful nature. What does that mean? So I'd like to share a story with you, a personal story that happened with me. I was one time giving a shiur in Dallas, Texas, and I 
put a lot of preparation into the shiur. And people told me that a number of, as of yet, non-religious people are going to be attending the shiur. So I had to put more salt and pepper, as they say, into the shiur to make it more palatable and make it something that they would understand. After the shiur was over, I overheard one saying to another, Wow, this has to be that God himself had wrote this. So I felt very good about myself. Wow, he's complimenting me on this year. So I went over to the person and I said, excuse me, I, I couldn't help but overhear what you just said. You said it has to be from God himself. Can I ask you, what was it that made you say that? Is it something that I said specifically? And he looked at me and says, Rabbi, it wasn't what you said. It's that everything has said, everything has order. Everything has meaning. We take it so for granted when we think, when we get up in the morning, there are halachot that we must do. And every part of our life is governed according to Shulchan Aruch. It is governed according to halacha, and we have to go based on that. Torah has a specific guidance for how we live our life, for everything, for every matzav, every situation that we're in. And when a person knows that and recognizes that, you can understand that the Torah and Teva are saying the same thing. They're saying there's seder ba'olam. There's seder in the world. There's a, a, an order to be followed. Yesh din v'yesh dayan. Hashem understands that if there's a cause and effect to everything that happens. And specifically at Shirat Ayam, they were able to say Shira Hadasha from the Torah Aktosha, from the Gilui of Shekhinah that we saw, as well as that an unbelievable manifestation of Teva or changing of Teva, the two came together in connaissance, and once they come together, we can now say together, Shira Chadasha. This is a new song that we're able to sing to Borei Olam. And with this, we can now understand a beautiful understanding into what the Yama Gadol is. In Resh Chavchet, it's brought down, a big machloket in the poskim. What's the Yama Gadol? What does that mean, the great sea? What's great about it? Sosh Maran in Shulchan Aruch writes very clearly, what else could be greater than if it's next to Eretz Yisrael? So Yamatichon, the Mediterranean Sea, that is the great sea. Because it's next to Eretz Yisrael. Whatever is next to something great is great themselves. Yamagado. However, the Taz and others, they argue, and they say, no, it's not the Yamatichon. It's, it's, no. It's Yamagadol, Kipshuto. It's, the Atlantic Ocean, Yomokinas, it's the Atlantic Ocean because of its great breadth and depth. That is what we're talking about. Yamagadol, you can't, the facts are there. It's much greater than the Mediterranean Sea. So the Atlantic Ocean is what you make the bracha. What's the machloket? Machloket is an echot versus kamot. When you have quality versus quantity, what is more important? And this is a machloket on many things. This manifests, manifests itself on learning. Is it better to cover ground or is it better to go in depth? So that's the machloket. Shochan Aruch says, it's, you see clearly, Yama Gadol, that's Echot, that's quality. And the Taz and others seem to say, many other achronim say as well, that it's, we see it, it's uh, quantity, not quality. It's quantity because of the great breadth and depth of the Atlantic Ocean. So we see it clearly a machloket between that. Incidentally, they say that there was one time somebody that came very recently to Maran Torah, and he told him that he comes from Gibraltar. So Chaim's ears perked up and his face looked up at the person and says, you're from Gibraltar? So you probably are one of the few people that are able to make the bracha. Why? 
because Gibraltar is right at the tip of the Mediterranean Sea, right when it meets the Atlantic Ocean. And there's a beautiful panoramic view one could see at the tip of Gibraltar, where one could see both of them coming together. So you can make the bracha, says Reb Chaim. I'm so jealous of you. You could actually make the, make the bracha according to Maran and according to the other shitot as well. However, many people, many poskim, they say, if you know, safek brachot. Everyone agrees, the Mishnah and others brings down, that if a person made the bracha she'asa ma'aseh bereshit on the Yam Hagadol, whether it's Yam HaTichon or Yam HaKinos, whether it's the Mediterranean or it is the Atlantic, Regardless, if you made the bracha she'asam osem ma'aseh bereshit, you're yotzei the mitzvah b'diavad. But Reb Chaim Kanievsky was saying clearly that this person had a very unique experience that they were able to do it at and see both of them together and fuse together. And we were thinking that chelat domel yam is this idea. It's not just echut and kamut. It's this idea of having echut and kamut together. How is that? Because techelet is domeliyam, yam domeliyam, whether it's yam atichon, whether it's the Mediterranean, of echut, quality, or it's, or it's the yam alkinos, it's the Atlantic Ocean, which is quantity, and between those two, it doesn't make a difference. Techelet domeliyam, whether it's echut or kamut, doesn't make a difference. That That's how you're gonna get up to Shemaim, that's how you're gonna get up to Kiseya Kavod. Whether it's Yerechut or Kamot, doesn't make a difference. However you serve Borei Olam, that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us. He wants from us to serve Him in some capacity. And that's a very powerful lesson for every single one of us. We see these lessons of the Yamsuf, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there for me, as opposed to, let's say, if it's Stam, Yam HaGadol. The Aron Yosef, which is, Yosef was Ola on his Ta'ava. He was able to fight back against that. Let's do that as well. Zekele Veo able to take the Gashmi and transform Gashmi into something more powerful and palpable. And we were able to say Shira Chadasha because we're able to see that of Halacha and Torah mixing with that and fusing with that of Teva, with that of nature. And we're able to say Shira Chadasha. We can understand the Machloket between the Yamagadola being Echut versus Kamut when you have quality versus quantity, what's better or not. And we said the story of Gibraltar that one could see them together. And finally, this idea of Tchelet Domele Yam. Why is that? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying, it doesn't make a difference how you serve me. Whether it's Echut or Kamut, it's always going to go to Rekia. It's always going to go to Kisei HaKavod. Let's be Zocheh Bezrat Hashem, that we should all be Zocheh, that no matter what it is, our Avodah should always find favor in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yehoyenenu v'yismach libenu v'bagalah v'yismach karivimu. Amen. This audio series has been brought to you by the Sephardic Halakha Center. The center is committed to advancing research and application of halakha in the Sephardic community nationwide. For a halakhic consultation, monetary bedin services, to order this series or to sign up to receive the Sephardic halakha journal, or for all other information, please call 1-844-200-TSHC or email info at the shc.org to subscribe.